Money Lab, I'm your host, Matt Chewbacca, Mom, Jivanisi, and joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. How's business? What's up, brah? What's up? Um, good, good. We yeah. were hiring a senior editor, so... Um, I, I know. Very I exciting. know. And it's, and it's going well. Mm. It's going well. Yes. Sweet. I, mean, I told you. Alrighty. That that that's the only thing you're working on? No, no, no. I have I have oh. a massive project that is essentially all consuming. That's um, the can you say it? Yeah, I'm working like, on reviews for okay, yeah. matters. Got it. I, I have um, a hypothesis that I have uh, an SEO about. hypothesis, right? Yeah. Yeah. And oh my god, I, I'm more sure than ever. And um, you're working on it, and will you share the results when you have come to some w- weird conclusion or do you want to keep that to you know, yourself it's it's this hard thing where if i share it then everyone who competes against me will hear but it depends how nice you ask i mean that's the thing too like you are definitely more concerned because you operate in a very competitive space we, whereas, we had a whole conversation about this like yeah. yeah whereas i really don't so it's i'm okay with sharing kind of everything money lab pretty much i just share everything. All all of your pool competitors are eighty. Yeah, so. they're not. I do. There's some people out there. They're just. I've just been doing this for so long. It's and that's not just it. Like I don't care. I'm just not competitive. I, personally, I, I actually. And I mean, we haven't seen it in the pool space, or maybe you haven't seen the pool space. But that that advantage that we used to think of the sites that came before us, mm-hmm. you know, and the advantage you have of the sites that came after us, it doesn't exist anymore. I strongly believe it doesn't exist that um, if you wanted to be like, hey, Matt, I'm going to show you how to make a pool website, how to really do it. You could Mm -hmm. prance in. And I think that they could own a lot of the space if you were not looking. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's true. I just, again, don't care. Which which is fine. I'm just saying, like, I think that the tides are changing. Well, a lot about what we're going to talk about in this episode have a lot to do with that, as a matter of fact. I think. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, as far as business is concerned, like I moved, I don't know if I talked about this before, but I moved everything over to ConvertKit. I'm like fully on ConvertKit now mm-hmm. with all of my sites, all three. And I'm working, well, I mean, mostly complete. Yeah. Uh, co- doing a lot of core stuff, selling a lot of products, making a lot of products on Money Lab, which we want to talk about a little bit later and my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, things are just good. Uh, I, mean, I said mostly complete, thinking you're gonna finish. Well, uh, I mean, I'm thinking of the course that you're working on. Well, yeah, but it depends on when this episode comes out. That course will have already been out. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, time traveling. Time traveling. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. In this episode, we're gonna talk about. I don't know if you're gonna like this, but we're gonna talk about how to know when it's time to stop growing an online business, and I think I want to qualify that as like how we personally mm. like when is it when is it or is it ever time to stop you know and move on to something else but before we get started this episode is brought to you by money lab pro you've been asking for it and i finally made it money lab pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. 
All right. So we are talking about this idea of when it's time to stop growing our websites. So the question is, is, is there a moment when an online business is quote unquote done and it's time to move on to other projects or should we always double down on the work if the website is making money? Now, obviously, this can go so many different ways, depending on who you are as a person, depending on the, what industry you're in, all of this stuff. But to kind of sort of set the stage for what I want to discuss here is I was recently on, um, I got invited, a, a couple of friends of mine ran a virtual summit. And they invited me on live for an hour to discuss affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of brought up this idea of treating a website like a textbook. And that was something that like everybody resonated with. They were like, whoa, because that really changes a lot of minds when you say, well, what if instead of looking at a website as like an ongoing thing, the way you look at a podcast, like it's forever. Mm. Every week you do this new episode or whatever. Every week you put, produce a new blog post. It's a forever thing. What if instead you treated a website and the way that I'm going to treat Swim University, which you've kind of balked at a little bit in previous episodes of like, hey, we've, this, is, this is a textbook that will, ever, that will always evolve and, and, and get better and and get more refined and obviously adopt over time. Like you have this textbook every year, a new edition comes out, but what have you thought of a website that way, especially running a resource heavy website, mm. you know, not updating, like updating new, updating the information in existing posts and adding a few posts here and there, new ones, but not necessarily treating it like an ongoing blog that will for forever grow in size. Why is that appealing? Why is, and you mean like uh, having like a fin appealing? Having, and at least in your mind, this idea that like, hey, this project, though, all right, so I had this conversation with Steph the other day where I was like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to think of your website the way, I don't know, movies and television shows were thought of? It's like, hey, you know what? For six months, we're going to work on this season, and it's six seasons in a movie. And this project is complete. Well, and then we move on we to the next thing. The Listen Money Matters podcast. We did? We're on season four. When we have, between well, every <laughs> season, mentioned as such, you know, they're not necessarily a year per se. Mm -hmm. But like, they're like a season transitioned between me and Thomas and me and Thomas, but we revamped how we did the sure. process. But our first season was 246 episodes. Right. So half the show so, was season one. Right. Right. <laughs> but the idea of like, but, but that's, it's different because you're, you're sort of like tacking on a seasonal aspect to something that already exists and has been going on for years. Mm. But like, what if you knew, like, what, like, what if you knew that something, a project is going to end? And then you can step back and continue to make money off of that thing, like in in the sense of royalties. Like, hey, I'm I'm you know the I'm Led Zeppelin. We're gonna we're gonna release Led Zeppelin two, the album, and we are gonna make money off of that album for the rest of our lives. But we spent six months doing it. So okay, when when you brought up the whole uh, textbook analogy, I, I also kind of had a feeling of like ah, that's like a really great way to visualize it and perhaps like approach it mm -hmm. um and then you had told me in the past about a story of someone you know i, I think you know them or you at least heard of them and they have, they run like a succulent website uh yeah, yeah i don't know who they are but i've i've and, been following her recently because i'm i feel like our businesses are very closely related when it comes to like email marketing i i guess like when i view that business through the lens of like I don't know, being complete, knowing really nothing about succulents, I Same. could imagine that there is a real finite amount that you could discuss. You can get into the weeds, no pun mm -hmm. intended, with the whole thing. <laughs> sure. <but laughs> like eventually, I mean, 
they're they're just succulents and they take a certain amount of time to grow and it's just it is what it is. Yeah, right? and you so, create and you create this ultimate guide to succulents online with paid versions of that product. Right. Yeah, and, and you just keep it you keep it, you know, and again for lack of the lack of a better term, you tend the garden. Yeah, and to to play on your other point, there have been many many times throughout the years maybe clustered whatever where i have like literally fetishized fetish yep. yep. about I, I, yeah i can't like, say that either not having to do the listen money matters podcast mm. and it often is in waves for me you know where I, I have such deep joy and enthusiasm about it and then there are parts where it's just very challenging to to get out and I guess the way that I've reconciled with that is that like the hardest things for me to do are often the most important things for me to do. And so I force yeah. myself to do the things that are t hard, but like that could be false. That could be f like, here's an example. You would think that would you, would you agree that personal finance and the world of personal finance and it's ever growing landscape of like new things, new ideas, you know, whatever is similar to the world of SEO in that like, oh my God, there's always something new going on. There's always something changing. There's always new ideas. Would you agree that those are similar fields in the, in the informational space? In terms of the amount of things to discuss, I, mm -hmm. I would agree. Like, like okay. you could just kind of go deep and broad forever. Okay. So you agree because I'm, I'm trapping mm -hmm. you. Right? Okay. Trap me. All right. So, you look at so, so if you agree that those those are similar, I I think of Brian Dean at Backlinko, mm -hmm. who has a SEO very famous SEO website that has I think uh, the last time I checked was like thirty six articles. This here's the thing with with that, and, <laughs> yeah, and okay. you know I have no qualms about the guy. I've never met the guy. Yeah, I think either. what he's created is an awesome thing, mm -hmm. but Brian. Dean's website, and I don't know the behind the funnel, so to sure. speak, and all yes. of whatever happens, but his website will not allow you to create a Sumo University, a Listen Money Matters. It will not get you to the destination. It will wet your palate. It has a lot of provocative things that make you think, or like, ah, that's how you do it type situation. Um, but I feel like, like any topic, there's 10%, maybe 20% that is like real sexy to talk about. And there's like mm -hmm. 80%, which is like you with a shovel in the shit. And a lot of like the SEO work at Listen Money Matters is not even worth discussing. I mean, we could talk well, about it, but it's not sexy. Well, I'm just, I'm just drawing a parallel between like, this is a guy who had created a website that has a limited number of articles, but what he does is he tends his garden. He makes sure that he's all, all of those articles. What is his goal? What is his... His like, goal is to sell a very expensive right. SEO course. Okay. And so then yeah. I can... So if that is the goal, and I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you're right, that is the goal, I can super respect which that. You, which, and, by the way, you can't go and buy on his website. No, I know. Like, you there's have to no like, way to do that. You have to like that. navigate a, a rather tricky... I actually tried to get myself to that point because I wanted to see the landing page. Sure. And I gave up because I just didn't want to put the Yeah, you have to in. go through a funnel. Yeah. But look... It's, it's expensive. If he's real with us and, and that's the purpose, then I think he's achieved that. And then I think that it is rather complete. But mm -hmm. um, it depends what you're going out to achieve. Like, I want to be the one main place that anyone would ever imagine to go to to learn about money things. I want to be the best place, the most comprehensive place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that that kind of requires more than 35 things. Sure, of course. Do you think you could, do you think, though, as in a thought exercise, that you could achieve that exact level of what you just, what you just said in Let's just say, and I'm going to give a big number, 500 pillar, amazing pieces of content, like chapters of a book, amazing, right? Which is a lot. It's a lot. But imagine you're, there's, a, there's a completion point where all you had to do is made sure you stayed number one in the places that you were number one. And that's mm -hmm. really it. You know, you tend it garden. So if you talk about a 
if you talked about it like a conce- on a conceptual end and you weren't like, let's write a Betterman review and you take those things out of the picture, I would okay. say maybe potentially. Mm-hmm. And I guess my, my counter to that is I don't believe that's how the internet works. And mm-hmm. so if I came up with a ultra comprehensive student loan something and maybe it was two pieces or three pieces, there would be too much... I, I don't think that would it would be consumed in the way that I, I I would need them to be consumed, right? In the sense that you so you think the reason that something somebody like Backlinko or even some university can do something like this, or the, even that we're thinking of it like a textbook, is that we sell our own product that is basically just yeah. a textbook pro. I think the internet at large has been essentially defined by Google sure. by the act of asking a question to a text box. Sure. And so we are essentially creating the most epic responses to those mm-hmm. questions. Now, okay. So that so but here's the here's the thing like there is there is a couple forms of growth here because what I'm essentially saying in this in this hypothesis or in this like in this thought process is like you know, some university is not going to be a multi-million dollar website. It's just like mm. I've I've sort of come to terms with like yes, could it could it get there? Of, of I think the ways that you would need to grow aren't ones that you, things that you want to do personally that I right. don't want to do, Wh- which is but, why, like, because I, I think that it could be, but you, yeah. there are areas you don't want to delve into. Right. And, and hence part of the reason I sold off Roasty was like, I know Roasty could have been absolutely massive, but in order to get there, I feel like I would have had to go into a business category that I did not want to put myself into and spread myself thin in that way. And so the I so 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 that's sort of the what I'm putting out there is like we talked about the idea of like re, like the idea of wrapping up swim university or hey we've completed the textbook for 2019. In 2020 we will update the pieces that we need to update. We will we will obviously be keeping an eye in Hrefs like of our ranking and our status and if things you know we get any signals that things are dropping or or we're being out competed we will we will absolutely go into those pieces and fucking make them great better than what the other people are doing always it's never it is never ending in that sense but we are not aggressively going to be publishing until we die you know like publishing new things like oh it's a blog every it's not that's not it's not like a news site we're like do you think that um the same could be said about beer or craft beer. Do you think that it is a finite topic? Yes. So, so, so no. And in, 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 all right. So here's so where you're it gets, saying you'd, you'd see it as an infinite topic. I, I view listen so mean, money matters as essentially an infinite topic. All right. But you're talking about craft beer as well, like, you said you were going to trap me. So I'm going to reverse yeah, no, no, trap no, no, you. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm going to, but I'm going to, I have I already know where I'm going with this one. Well, so I have, I have a craft beer ready. is in like is in like I'm holding a, a bottle of oak aged vanilla worldwide stout. Like this is cra- you know about brewing. Framing right? it, you're building a beer website mm-hmm. about craft brewing. Yes, and stuff like that. Okay, is there a finite aspect to that, or is it infinite? I believe there is a finite. You can you can wrap it up into a finite box, but just like a textbook. You can create the chapters in the textbook. You can create that, right? Mm-hmm. You can have a book on here's how, here's everything you know about fucking brewing beer. It's all in this book. Everything's here. But you will have to update certain sections of that book Fair. every year. I mean, of course. And, and, and that's, that's it. With, that's even with history on things that happened years ago because well, new like, things for, are discovered. Well, for example, like like in in the like the term dry hopping is is a relatively newer uh, term, but biotransformation is another term on top of dry hopping. And so like we, if there, if there's an entire chapter on dry hopping, which at brew cabin, there is an entire fucking article on dry hopping, right? Mm-hmm. A massive article on it. We have to, if, if all of a sudden the craft brewing industry is like, Hey, there's this thing called biotransformation. We're still learning about it. Like instead of me creating an entirely new article on biotransformation, update, yeah. I would update that article and hope to rank for the term biotransformation in the dry hopping article because it actually has a lot. It's, it's, it only happens in the dry hopping phase. So I would view 
online business, and and mm-hmm. w- would you say that's the like sector yeah. that yeah. Money Lab is in? Yeah, online business. Yes, I would say that is an infinite topic. If if for any reason other than it is evolving at such a pace, always constantly mm-hmm. that it is just rewriting itself, and not to mention that it is so wide, right? Yes, and money touches everything. So you know, same mm-hmm. same perhaps applies there. That said, you. <laughs> And here's my trap. You had mentioned that you were considering creating a podcast for your beer website. Yes. Which you have admitted is a finite topic. Is that not, um, does that, yeah. does that even make sense? Yeah. So I know what you're saying. And I think the podcasting world is, is interesting because uh, if you look at somebody, so I was, I had this conversation with Steph where you're like, and, and I've, I've talked to, this about um i think seth myers brought this up on a on a show where he was like look i'm seth myers i do a late night show every night it goes live on youtube the next day and it's fucking over like people will not go back you know 10 years and go oh i'm gonna watch an old episode of like late night with seth myers from like 2012 like they're just not gonna do that because mm. it's it's one of those shows that like it's it's like a it's like the it's like vox it's like, you know, it's a time daily show. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a time based piece, and so I believe you can treat podcasting in two ways. You can treat it the way Serial treats their podcast, which is like, hey, we did a season, and Serial could end, but we'll still be talking about Serial ten years from now if podcasting mm. still a thing. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, but they could end as a show, and like, but the thing is, is like. Sarah from 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 um Serial doesn't mean her career ends. It means that specific project has a finite it's over and mm-hmm. she moves on to the next thing. So none of this is to say that like Swim University is the is like I'm done. I get to sit on my couch, eat eat popcorn and drink beer and just let Swim University just like roll and make all my money. No, I mean maintenance you know I mean? is a thing, but maintenance doesn't even necessarily have to be done by you. And I guess right, that's the, true. The the way that I see it is like I couldn't imagine. So so fine. So on the podcast thing, fine. And I still even have some. I agree. Qualms. Well, I so so personally, I like my podcasts, like as a consumer of podcasts, mm-hmm. to be similar to the Daily Show and the Late Night Show. I like them to be timely, you know, you know because I listen to them week after week. You know, I will probably not go I, I i've in fact like i've there's only a few podcasts but where i've gone back Matt, so let, let, i mean there's there's podcasts and sure. i want to say let, let's let's draw the comparison between tv shows which they they do function very similarly and if you're providing mm-hmm. information and yada 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 and i would say you know the daily show could be like seth meyer and that it kind of comes and went you know it mm-hmm. comes and goes and whatever yeah. Then you have someone like John Oliver who has put the cornerstone topic of what he has created as essentially an evergreen piece. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest, I have gone back and watched them to literally reference and do research for things that we are creating because they are so good. Mm. And so not to draw any comparison between anything I have ever created and what he has created because he is awesome. Sure. But the the idea and goal of what I we are trying to do is to create something that has like the haha jokes of today and I, we have our nuances but mm-hmm. something that will be consumed an an infinite amount of times forever and spoiler alert that has absolutely been true like mm-hmm. broadly speaking and listen money matters would not be successful if that was not the case. Right. And so the I think the difference here is like John Oliver really has his audience set in place and he has just been serving that audience over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that show can end and then John Oliver will go and do something else and will be probably equally as awesome as that show. And the problem is is that he will not continue he will not continue to make money off of that show because it is not a syndicated ad you know the, the nature of the creation process and his ownership of but right like the di- the difference between what we he- we do and he he does specifically but like if we wanted his reach we would have to sell our yeah as so well. i so i had this i had this thought where i looked at i was looking at money lab mm-hmm. and i was like 
well, what's I, I'm you know I created a new course. I have three courses now, right? Three products. Not until April first, but this may go live after. <laughs> this but... is definitely going live after. <laughs> okay, so fine. So you have three courses. So I have three courses. <laughs> so what is the next course? Is my my immediate thought like what's next? Mm. And I, and and then Steph was like, why does there have to be what's next? Why can't the cornerstone of Money Lab be SEO, affiliate marketing, and, con- and, and content calendar organization. Why can't those three products that you improve, you know, like anybody, you know, they get better over time. There's 2.0, like a sign for bloggers 2.0, a sign for bloggers 3.0, whatever. But you don't have to make new shit all the time. You just improve the shit that's already there and is selling very well. And you dial in that process. I'll, I'll give you two reasons why. Why that, not? To? That that is wrong. Okay. I, I believe why that. Okay. Is wrong. Okay. Yeah. Qualified. So one, you are very familiar. I am. I'm sure with the trajectory of online courses. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, large spike, small long tail, kind of like levels out at whatever that number is, and it's yep. you know, not that all that different from like a, a podcast episode. Massive peak in the beginning, and then eventually it it winds up becoming like 200 listens a day forever. You know, mm-hmm. or or five sales a month forever, whatever it is. Um, so so that's like one piece, and the other the other piece is, uh, people want more from you specifically. The reason they came and bought the affiliate marketing course is probably not because you're the most premier affiliate blogger that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. Or, or any related thing. It's because they want to know how you did it. They want right. to know your approach. And selfishly, or, or rather, I could tell you that we get emailed a lot at List of My Matters. How do you create a podcast? And all the peripheral things around it. Like, Matt, make a course for that. Like, literally could point all our people to that. And I could probably enumerate a ton of things like that, mm-hmm. that... You know, I, I would be surprised that you wouldn't create or that you would turn down over something else. Okay, so this is sort of where um, I can kind of deter the situation, right? Or like move it to... It, it, it's, it's not as if I am saying, well, I'm never going to do anything again. People want stuff from me, but like as an entrepreneur that wears all the hats, that has many interests... I find myself getting sort of caught on this hamster wheel of creating the same thing over and over and over again to the mm-hmm. point where I'm like, to be honest with you, I'm done with swim university personally. Like I am over it. Does, and that means a lot of things. It's like, I'm over talking about it, you know, not in this podcast format, but like I'm over like strategizing new keywords. I, I don't own a pool or a hot tub. I probably never will because I know too much about them and know how much work they are. But to be honest, like it is, it is, I, my interest has sort of come and gone and new interests have replaced it. It's not like it's, Oh, I'm just so over it. Like I'm done. It's like, Oh, I have like 17 new things that I'm interested in. And that sort of phase of my life has kind of gone away. So one, I'm not going to shut it down, but I'm going to remove myself from its day to day as much as I possibly can while still keeping it a money-making machine, but it will never grow because I mean, it could grow if I put the right people in place, but for, for right now it's like, it's not a massive website where I'm making millions of dollars a month, but it's, I'm making an It's responsible for over 80% of your income. Oh, a hundred percent. And so therefore, why would I ever let it go away? But do I really need to put all my effort into it? And so I now have three projects that I consider myself like spread across. And I feel like if I could, in my mind, as a business owner, put a cap on it and put, and meaning like put other people in its place to keep it sort of running and moving mm-hmm. and, and making income every year after year after year, that is a good investment. Money Lab, same thing. Like if I can cap now, I'm not suggesting that I'm capping Money Lab specifically, but I had this thought of like, what if there was three courses that I always improved and I and I did what I normally do on that site, but it was super easy. And then like all of my time and effort goes into Brew Cabin and I build Brew Cabin up till it gets to this moment. And then I'm like, cool, 
done with that. Now where's my next venture? Like, and then I have these four projects. I'm completely hands off. They're all making money, growing here and there. But for the most part, like I have a pretty good portfolio of things that are sort of working on autopilot for me. That feels pretty good. And at the same time, as an entrepreneur who gets bored of things very easily, it allows me to tackle new projects all the time. So you, you do get bored of things very easily. And yeah. we've, we've had a, a uh, ter- I don't even know the word, ter- tremulous? No, I don't know. So, so, Tumul- tumultuous? Yes. T- tumul- past yeah. around that together. Yes. You know, and have perhaps aged past it. But I, but I think like, I, I also feel the same thing. And mm-hmm. right. we can and so I'm, turn my, the, the whatever towards me and you could easily point the finger, Andrew, look at all of your distractions. And I'd just be like, you're right. The, here, of course. Here's the thing. And, and let's like just talk like uh, strategically. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I were you. Mm-hmm. So I look at the pool industry mm-hmm. and owning a pool is perhaps indicative of a certain amount of wealth. Yeah. Right. And it, it, I mean, it's a rich person's problem. Sure. Right. And so there, there is that. And so whatever with the pool industry and how you feel and whatever, there is certainly a finite amount of issues. And I can agree. I could agree that it is maybe a larger version of a succulent website, but a vastly more a profitable audience than a succulent audience. Yeah. And then you could take Money Lab, right? And Money Lab is in the most lucrative industry that exists on the internet. <laughs> right, right. And we have had arguments about whether even doing justice your abilities to growing Money Lab, sure. which I don't believe that you are. No, but, I agree. you know, the opportunity is massive, mm-hmm. right? And so I could I could maybe maybe pallet you explaining to me how Swim University could be mostly complete. And I could actually envision you putting your team in place and allowing them to run it. Mm-hmm. Now, you telling me that Money Lab is perhaps towards a capped thought makes me start to think that you must be a psychopath. <laughs> and the only thing that affirms that is for you to tell me that you would put a major amount of your time into Brew Cabin, which on the scale of income possibilities mm-hmm. and spending, like, I mean, that's, you might as well do like razor scooters because. Uh, the, People are not spending. I, I don't believe people will be spending a lot of money on brewing stuff. And I don't think that could it could grow close to the size of Swim University. Um, right. I mean, yes. Uh, knowing the numbers out there of the audience size, yes. And, brew, and brewing is on a decline right now. So you're right. All of these things are true. It's just, I'm sort of, and I'm, and I'm not saying that I'm shutting down Money Lab. That's definitely not it because Money Lab is so me and ingrained in what I do. And it's obviously not on a schedule. And, it, and, I, and, I, st- and I do not feel... I know that you're not shutting it down. And I well, can I see it's really the culmination of your creativity is kind sure. of focused and, there. And but. honestly, like I am not tired of it. I, I, mm. I actually love it more than any of my other brands. Like It's my favorite place to... like. I'd rather spend all of my time there. Like Part of the reason I want to kind of remove myself as much as I can from some university while still keeping it alive is so that I can work on money lab more. Right. And mm-hmm. again, like I am only one person and I, and the thing is, is like, I'm at this in position of like, I am only one person, but I also don't want to run a massive, 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 massive company, like with a bunch of employees and, and offices and all that shit. Like I don't but want you've never had to do that. And that, and the reason and you, is because I don't, given that as a fear for a long time like but it's never come to be a thing and it's to because fear. i've stopped it from happening right i, I mean to, to or, be honest or it's impossible I, I don't think that it would have been much larger was that the goal it At is some it point is the it size definitely it was because that is where it is now do you I, ever think i mean like like let's let's let i mean it's, and, and i'm not like i'm this is more of a discussion than it is like an actual like what is going to happen sort of thing mm-hmm. Um, I'm just sort of challenging this idea of this hamster wheel because you know you and I know people that like they will be creating forever, yeah, and and the same doing the same thing over and over again. Even we were gonna are gonna do that with this, with our podcasts, and it's like, do we ever get to 
relax and <laughs> reap the rewards of that? And so, do you think, mm. like, do you ever think, just in a million years, that you will, that, that Listen Money Matters will get to a point where you will feel that, the way that I feel? And that you will stop adding new content and just maintaining what you already have? It is. It has been hard and then easy, you know, watching people copy us is, yeah. is hard, you know, and, and all these things. Um, but what has, con- and, and maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. But um, it's a nice I, thought though, right? It's like when you sit there and think about it for a second, you're like, Ooh, that does sound freeing. The, the it's thing like, is like, uh, the okay, when we started and we had this idea of what we we're going to do and we're going to create these articles. And mm-hmm. I remember and you were like illustrating like the banana stand and whatever. Yeah. And like, like we're so small and we're, we're looking so narrow and all the focus is if we can make this one thing be mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. And then like as time goes on and you kind of like your vision grows and now you can like see the forest and you can see what other people are doing and you know how you're doing compared to them. And as Listen Money Matters has grown and I think this is like as indicative of what you know my excitement is now and what I'm working on is I mm-hmm. I see these opportunities that I, I was maybe unable to see or unable to accomplish back then. And I, I, I envision a place that I can get to that almost nobody can compete with me. And I guess when we get to this place that we, it's, it's just, it's not even a, and I, we always talk about competition, how competitive I am, but like, yeah. where it's like not even a competition. Like we have created something so amazing and dynamic. It's and not worth recreating, you know? Right. But, but, but you I, think I, that I can only finite. see that now because of past. Sorry, what'd you say? Well, do you see that as a finite project? Like imagine creating war and peace. No one's going to redo war and peace. He fucking, you know, he nailed it. I I could imagine that being a thing. I, I certainly could imagine it. I just can't see me getting to it now. Like I, I don't know where I don't see the I don't see where the sidewalk ends. So yeah, I understand that feeling. And it's and and so I kind of felt that way about some you for a long time where I'm like, this could go on in you could. You literally could. Like you have harped on me before that some universities should be a lead gen site where people, they have a swimming pool. They need a new pump. They need help with their replastering their pool. Like they should fill out a form or backyard. I, yeah. Or anything like it. Yeah. Of course it can go all of those directions. Um, I, I, I tend That's to patio like, set. That's you. Yeah, right. I could, I could <laughs> totally yeah, own that, but it's That's like, just lucrative. Oh, it is lucrative. And I, for me, you know, I, I think I saw, I don't know where who tweeted this, but somebody was like, the, the greatest productivity hack in the world is saying no. Mm. Something like that. I paraphrased. But basically the idea that like, no, I don't want to do that. And so why does that, why that, that's a productivity hack because you're basically saying no to certain opportunities that you know already before going into them, you're not, you're not qualified nor want to do, but the opportunity is so strong. You're like, fuck, I gotta do that, man. I gotta. And then you start doing it. You're like, this sucks. I hate it. And you know, this happened to us before, right? This was like when we were growing the Listen Money Matters podcast, we got up, we had an opportunity. We were getting, we were growing quick. We had an opportunity to sell ads. And then you were like, you sold one ad. You were like, fuck this. This sucks. I hate mm. this. Right. And that was true. Five like, years a, later, I have not changed my tune much. <laughs> no, but no, exa- exactly. But yet here we are forcing this fucking thing that sucks. Mm. Right. Is it making us money? Maybe. But like if we do the math and, and, and if we could uh, turn our emotions into like dollars out of our pockets, like maybe it isn't. Right. And so there were so many things that I've been like, that like at Swim University, when I was, we were doing sponsorships, I'm like, huge opportunity. Like we're the only website that promotes pool products directly to consumer and we're completely unbiased. And here we have this huge email list. I can sell ads. That's what the hustle's doing. That's what the skim is doing. They're making a fucking killing, right? But that's their entire business model. This was like a side business model. And I was like, and I did it for years. And I was like, this sucks. 
when you do the math, it's like, yeah, we made money, but like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. Mm. And I just said no one year. And I'm like, oh my God, somehow we made more money by saying no, because we stopped putting our resources towards that thing. Instead, put our resources to the thing that we were actually good at in the first place, which was, you know, creating articles and doing affiliate links and like building our own products out. So I could stop thinking about ads and selling ads and go, oh, I'm going to sit down and do a big ass video course and, and raise the price of our existing product. And it's like, oh, it's a media income. It like literally replaces it. And it's like, cause we're just doing the thing that's already there. And it's like, I don't know. I, I, it's just an interesting sort of like, I guess I am just very skeptical. Okay. I, I, I constantly have new ideas and new things that I work on or want to work on and mm-hmm. new things that I work on. And I've just become so skeptical of those things because the truth is it has to outweigh the other things that I already have to do whose rewards personally and financially are likely going to be greater. And so likely. Right. Well, well, let's 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 compare it to our, you know, your spirit animal and and our our new favorite show, The Prophet, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take one specific episode. Did you watch the Flex Watches episode? Yes. Okay. So the idea there was like they had these 10 watches that were like all different colors that supported all these charities. Brilliant. And then they brilliant idea. They started going the first year $500,000, half a million in their first year, ridiculous. Like that doesn't happen at a company, right? Mm-hmm. watches. Then they started going to vendors and the vendors were like, Hey man, like we need you to spend, you know, we need more expensive watches because, you know, it's taking up our retail employees time to sell these $35 watches. Like the return on investment for us sucks. And so what they did was instead of saying no, they just, they bent over backwards to serve this opportunity that didn't actually fit their base. And so when Marcus comes in and says like, Whoa, Whoa, you have like, three generations of these watches, but the original idea was gold and they've been losing money ever since. It's like, um, go back down to the 10 and then come up with a way to automate quote unquote, the sales process, which by in their case was like creating this like display box that they Mm -hmm. just stuck in the store. So, so that the salespeople at the store did not have to actually sell or explain what the, or explain what the watches were. And they could keep the prices the same and they could go back to their original 10 and they're fucking profitable. Like, are they going to be the most profitable thing ever? No. But all they need to do is get more traffic to the website, more traffic into the stores, and they'll continue to sell that product forever. Right. Mm. And if they continue to hold out on their like base models and just make them better and make the sales process easier and automate it. All right. Then watch this. Okay. So watch this. Wa- oh. <laughs> <laughs> So what they are doing is they are going for uh, more narrow and efficiencies of scale, mm-hmm. right? It, it, just take the things that worked and make it work better mm-hmm. with less work, you know, perhaps more profitable because I think he worked on like improving their uh, production costs. Yeah. I mean, he always does that stuff. Um, cool. Now, uh, I think the same can be said for the online business thing with creating new products, mm-hmm. new brands, whatever, versus putting, pushing more, you know, uh, dirt on the top of the pile that is already rather big. Where, like, for you to make one percent more money with Swimming University, maybe the same amount of effort to make one percent mm-hmm. more with Brew Cabin. But one percent more swim university is a vastly larger sum, and it may not even involve you because yeah. you already have a product that works. But let me let me finish the analogy here with with Marcus, which is mm-hmm. like Marcus went into this company and realized there's a core here, right? And if we just focus on the core, we have it. Now he knows that like a watch company is a watch company; they will always and forever be a watch company. And as soon as they try to expand what they did as a company, they lost money because they were essentially like cannibalizing their own industry or people weren't buying the new product or whatever. Marcus, as a business owner, 
doesn't just own a watch company who is that he is trying to turn into a bigger watch company. The watch company makes his money and he's good with it. And he's got a team in place that kind of just runs it and like all is good. And then he goes off and invests in another company and invests in another company. And he has a giant portfolio of things that he does not actually run himself. But what is interesting and what do I find? So, yes, absolutely. Which I, I love that idea. But what I find fascinating that. is that like he, one, is building a fashion business that mm-hmm. feeds onto itself. Mm-hmm. And for the things that aren't fashion related, they tend to be itches that his other businesses need scratched. So his businesses are sending money, not outside, but yeah. to his other businesses. So but you're essentially of- doing that right now, right? Mm-hmm. You're building, we are building Lasso to basically scratch the own itch of our company. Well, that's why yet. I think it makes an enormous amount of sense. Yeah, I think, but I'm, my 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 pitch is that like, you and I are somehow still working on the same brand that you know got us started in the first place, mm. and yet we have all these other projects, and yet we're and I'm not saying that we're half-assing other projects. I don't think we are, but what if a project had a completion date, and then we could fund it and and grow it from a distance, working on another thing, mm. right? I just. I don't know. It's a, it's a thought. It's a thought. There's something there. And it's like, I'm kind of looking at some university as like, yeah, I built this textbook and this textbook will be in schools for the rest of time and will be updated every year with very minimal effort, but it will sell the same amount every year. And it's like, I know what that business brings in every year and I can, I can stake my, my income on it. I can be like, yes, that is a, mm-hmm. Half a million dollar business every year. Fuck yeah, that's great. Yes, can I can I can I grow it to a six hundred thousand dollar business? Of course. But or could I take another business and grow that to five hundred thousand dollars? And now I have a million dollar parent company with two businesses that I can guarantee is going to make the same amount every year with very minimal effort. I don't know. I don't. It's kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other, right? You could go either way with it. For sure. Um. I, and and I, I feel I feel the the polar direction towards LMM, and, mm-hmm. and it definitely makes me think about it. The 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 thing, you know, Okay, so so money is not a sole motivator. It is certain aim certainly anymore. No, it, right? Yeah, it's it's not the thing that gets me up to do whatever. There are days sure. I literally just play video games and whatever. <laughs> right. But it is a I guess a way to keep score and certainly yeah. something that I want to optimize. Almost every year, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, every year, almost, uh, or let me put it like this, every year, Listen Money Matters has, gr- has almost or just about doubled its income. So its growth has been such, and then the ideas and things we able to put in place, you know, uh, like last year, we really just redid the site in SEO. We obviously published and stuff, but that alone was able to essentially double the business. Yeah. Now, now we have an idea that we are playing with that we think can do it again. And so when that dries up or becomes diminishing returns, I think I would agree. Hmm. Um, yeah, you, I don't, I, so I would agree that like looking from the outside, looking in, like listen, money matters is not a finished project right now. And I don't know if if you thought so, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. You know, it's just, no, no, no. Like, I, I think like, I, you know, like, at some university, like we're not finished either. Like we have, there's definitely more that needs to be written and, and like things that need to be more automated, but that's what we're, that's what we're working towards this year is like, what if we could be done in 2020? What if like, again, the textbook is written, we can ship, meaning the the website's going to make X amount of dollars this year. How do we continue making X amount of dollars per year? And perhaps more, how do we grow it without, putting more production involved, right? Mm. I don't know. I just, again, thought experiment mostly, but I'm, I like thinking of it that way because then it's like, it's kind of a relief. And it's like, if I want to get back into it, I, I can. I can feel the, like the hypothetical relief. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm no, not ready to embrace it. That's fair. And mm. it's, and I, I like the, yeah, there's certain things that like, 
I don't know. It's it's never like I'm going to be satisfied. Like I will always have a new project, right? But it's mm. like oh, same. You know, I mean, like, there are things I have to say no to. To you know, right? Like there is a there is a moment that's going to happen at some point in life, and I may tap you to either work with me or or put me in touch with the right people. Yes, let's like, do it. <laughs> you're not. You know, you're not. You're going to hate this idea because it's not lucrative. But I, I've like I'm like I. You know what? I've been using this the same brewing software for years no one has come in and made it any better or even web-based it's all mm. downloaded software for like one flat fee i'm like it's all just glorified calculator it's a it's a it's a complex calculator don't get me wrong but like i really want something for myself as a brewer like i just and not just for me as a brewer but for fucking actual brewers like real brewers look and Matt, i've been building and refining a platform over a few years yeah, whether the login system and whatever, and and perhaps you know. Yeah, I'm, but but like, there's a moment where I want to do that. I want to immerse myself in that world for a while. Mm. But then there's going to be a moment where I don't want to be a part of that world anymore, right? But does that mean that the fucking whole company has to shut down because I'm not interested anymore? My biggest worry is so so I, I deeply right. resonate. I deeply resonate with what you said, and it is a, a pretty much. Where, where my mind is often, but I feel like there are some things that you can turn away from and come back to. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that you could turn away from and never, you'll never really be able to come back to again. And so right. my biggest fear like is I turning away. Wait, what? No, go ahead. Let's finish with that. No, no, my, that's my biggest fear is turning away from the things that I think I will miss in the future mm-hmm. and they will be gone because I left. But that's the best part is that they're never gone. They're always there. It's just you can decide when to come back. I mean, let's be real. Um, I left List of Money Matters and guess where the fuck I am now? Yeah, but who who kept growing it in the in-between? Fair. Right? Like, Fair. And I, I, that is specifically Thomas, what that I was talking about. <laughs> huh? What? Thomas did it. Thomas did it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he helped. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, he, he showed up. He didn't do much work, <laughs> but you know, he's he's awesome and smart. So you know, no, he right. pulls his weight. Right. But uh, I think like if that were to stop, you know, and then a year passes, it may not even be a thing worth picking back up because it may be gone. But what, what I'm proposing is that it's never gone. Mm. It's always there, and it continues to make you money. Right, but if that is not the core objective to like, yeah, I mean, look, the are the biggest argument is that like, then why didn't you do that with Roasty? You know, I could just turn it right back up. Then why didn't you do that? You, and you it know was how like, I feel with that, yeah, I do, and I and I know, how, and what I, the way I feel, and I've gotten people who've who've said like, they're like, why should we trust you? Why should I buy your SEO course when? You grew it to this much, but then this guy takes it over and grew it four times in like six months. Shouldn't I take that guy's that guy's course, which mm. he doesn't have one? But I'm like, yeah, but I got it to that point, which allowed him to do just what I did on on steroids, which is what I preach anyway. So it's like that's an unfair uh, comparison. However, like I sold it because the way that I built that site and my intention with that site was, and the way that I my business, and this is very like. And I think I've talked about this before. I sat down and after reading the traction book and was like, what does like my company is called Ace Media? What does Ace Media do? What does Matt, what is Matt good at? Matt's not, Matt's never, you know, if I'm being real, if I'm being honest, I'm never going to create a fucking Amazon FBA product and sell mm-hmm. that. I'm never going to do it. As much as it sounds cool to do, and I may do it as like a short term experiment, but it's going to have a competency. No, it's going to have an end date if I do it because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I tried it. Like I'm never gonna be a fucking rapper, but I spent 30 days and I you definitely about this tried. Stuff. You really did try. I well, <laughs> no, I I tried to be a rock star. That was real. But with the rap album, I'm like, you know, I get to say standing here that I have a rap album. Like I have one. It exists. You can buy it. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Right. The only reason I finished it was because I there I knew there was an end. I knew it was going to be over and I did it in an extreme amount of time. And so it's like, guess what? I have that story forever. Does it continue paying off? I mean, that's the bad, worst example, but kind of like there's people I get like a sale every once in a while, mm. but it, like it's a finished project. And then you move on to the next one. 
Whether, in the whatever that section is. of Money Lab, you should really switch the order. Move up SEO for bloggers, or I'm sorry, uh, Asana for bloggers. Move your, your rap album down a little bit. What do you mean? I think it's on the second row. Oh, uh, you move it up like, ooh, buy this, buy this. <laughs> but yeah, obviously make that your main one is what I'm trying to yeah, say. It's on sale. This album from 2016, on sale now. Mm. But yeah, I still I think mean, the Green Day Dookie album will do better. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's one of those timeless albums. Yeah. They probably continue to make money off of in through other ways. And that's I, all, all, I'm, all I'm proposing. You took on a project that had a completion and that you knew had a completion and you did it and it's done and it's there. But I'm trying to think, what if more things were thought of that way? What if we thought of these things that seem never ending? What if we did put an end date on there? Okay. And what does that mean? So, so maybe, maybe this is your challenge because oh. I like inherently, I almost feel like it is impossible for me to imagine anything like that. Uh, I am always a million miles down mm-hmm. and I am, that's where I'm going. I'm like long term to the max. Um, yeah, and if well, could, I'm long term too. It's just, it's just. Well, well, I guess yeah. what I'm saying is perhaps if we can take that and we can wrap you in the finiting of it with a process with a clear extraction point, mm-hmm. then you know maybe many more things could be spun up because that's how startups work, man. They like all go into it with a with a goal of getting bought. Yeah, but for after, most, after the five to ten years, they're burnt husks of whatever. <laughs> sure, <laughs> right, right. But that's because they've put you know all of their energy into it, and yeah, I mean, but they're but they're ultimately going in there with an end date because mm. it's like I don't I I kind of think like how sustainable is it when you're like, uh, if I stop this thing, all my money goes away. Yeah. Fuck, this sucks. It's all fictitious money. They're they're not actually earning until it's you know. yeah, and it's it's like how do you turn a business into like a, a real business the way that like Marcus is Marcus from like the profit treats his businesses instead of going like, Oh, if I, if, if Marcus leaves, the business dies. Mm. No, you know? he has like really no relevance. No. Beyond the like, initial getting it on. But a lot of people feel that way. I think even you feel that way. If you left listen, money matters, you'd be like, it's fucked. I mean, look, the show would end, but the show doesn't make us even remotely the lion's share of the money. Yeah. You know, just 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 thought experiments but i'm but i am i'm practicing it with swim university we'll see how it turns out you know I'm always I, open to a good sales pitch yeah well i'm not you trying to an sell anybody I, I don't want to sell anybody on it i just want to debate no some, i'm talking like, about your sales pitches of things you want to build oh i got uh, yeah forever hmm. forever i want to build a fucking brewery one day like, how am I supposed to build a brewery and then also run some university on the side and Money Lab and Brew Cabin and then do a software and do the last? So it's like, dude, I can't do all that shit. I'm nuts. That'd be nuts. Yeah. How do I get out of that and be like, hey, I'm going to be do be a brewer for like six years. And then like the brewery kind of, you know, same thing has a mm. finite date for me. Maybe not for the brand, but a finite date for me. And it's like, and I just thought about like TV shows like, you know, one day. It all it has to come to an end. But if you knew the end date in advance, like, would you do more? Because mm-hmm. just like Money Lab experiments, I know that there's an end date. So I'm going to like do what I have to do to, to get to profitability as fast as I can within those six months, whatever. So if you always have an end date, aren't you just going to do better work in the short term? I'll tell you what. Jerry did end Seinfeld. And After, it was a very popular show, and it does really good with rerun. It's still awesome. Yep. But he, but he capped it. Because, yeah, it was done. So, and he's done so, so many more things after that. And, and he's the richest comedian in the world. Maybe that says something, you know. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a great example. Hmm. I don't know. Just, just, just thoughts. Just thoughts. I think that's it. That's all I got. I mean, I could, I could yell at you for <laughs> hours, but. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a debate. Yeah, you know, just a new way to think about something, and maybe there's some merit to it. Maybe it's dumb. Who knows? But I'm going to test it out. I'm going to be the guinea pig for Swim University in 2020, and we'll see. I don't know. Show me we'll how see. it's done. I I would love to. I I you'd be like the Black Hawk helped helicopter fucking extracting me from. Yeah, like life could be better if you just let it go. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. 
Uh, that's all I got. You got anything else you want to say before we go? That's all I got. All right. Cool. <laughs> you got all I wanna, my things. All right. I want to thank Adam for sending in my new middle name, Chewbacca Mom. Thank you very much, Adam. I love Chewbacca Mom. And of course, I want to thank Andrew, my manager, for joining me on this and every episode of Money Lab. Thank you so much, buddy. Sweet. That wasn't sarcastic. <laughs> but uh, head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email Matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on the show. And feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. And in speaking of reviews, I'm reading one today. And it's going to be tough to read because it's mostly emojis, but here we go. This one's from ALXARZ7 on iTunes. It's money emoji, credit card emoji, bank emoji, beer emoji, and sometimes an eggplant emoji joke. Thank you very much for that very graphic review. Assuming that you relate the eggplant to a peepee. I saw I saw the screenshot of the review, and that is a big eggplant. That is a I'm envious. <laughs> anyway. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Please tell your friends about this show. Bye.